I had originally only planned three episodes for December. Last week's holiday special and the ye old toy shop tale from two weeks ago. Next week, of course, brings our third annual New Year special. I just couldn't let Christmas pass, though, without sharing this supersized St. Nick Squad mystery thriller. A story so big it takes up two episodes that will be released on back-to-back days. I hope you like it. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. Jingle and Snowflake are two super-secret agent elves from the North Pole. If anything goes wrong, anything at all that could mess up Santa's plans for a happy Christmas day, these two elves are on it. Think Mission Impossible meets Elf. That will get you in the right frame of mind for the many adventures of Jingle and Snowflake. Be it something minor like a toy accidentally delivered to the wrong house, or Santa's misplaced glasses, or something major like an elf napping, a sleigh crash, or a visit from Mr. January. The St. Nick Squad is always close by, especially as that most magical day approaches. This is the third year the St. Nick Squad tales have been documented on this podcast. The St. Nick Squad in To Catch an Elf, Part 1. Young ones, I have it on authority. A close source I have at the North Pole that Santa has been quite liberal with his interpretations of the naughty and nice list this year. It's been a tough year. You don't need that kind of pressure weighing on you. That's not to say the naughty list is blank. No, not at all. Not even close. Just shorter than usual. Santa is in the best shape of his life. We've all had a bit more downtime than usual this year, and some have used it more productively than others, to be sure. Santa ran a marathon for the love of Splendid. I binge-watched all eight seasons of Full House, and at least 18 seasons of The Simpsons. Free time has made room for more creative endeavors, too. And what makes this year most awesome, North Pole-wise, is that it is the year... Santa and his helpers imagined, produced, and developed the perfect toy, a gift unlike any other. Sheer perfection, I say. It will blow your mind. No, I'm not going to say what it is. That would ruin the surprise. It almost didn't happen, though, for just as the perfect toy was set to complete its run on the North Pole assembly line, all its finished product, as well as unfinished parts, and even plans vanished. It was stolen. For all the St. Nick Squad's heightened 2020 security, Jingle and Snowflake had come to a startling conclusion. It was a first for them. The perfect toy theft was an inside job. Unbelievable. Someone working at the North Pole was responsible Who was the thief? And how is it possible in this North Pole winter wonderland of bright lights, candy cane telephone poles, Skittles streets, 
and the loveliest carols sang by the most talented of elf carolers. How could anyone here be responsible for such a thing? Who stole the perfect gift? Santa tasked Jingle and Snowflake, the Saint Nick squad, with finding the culprit. Time was of the essence, too, as Christmas quickly approached. Without the perfect toy, the holiday might be ruined, at least from a materialistic perspective, and not one in keeping with the true meaning of Christmas. You get my drift. For the purposes of the story, let's just say everything hinges on this perfect toy and finding out who lifted it, all right? A list of suspects was drawn up. The North Pole Human Resources Department is pretty picky about who gets hired to work there. Extensive background checks and all, so it would take some super-duper detective work to get the offender. Close investigations of the toy-making shop revealed a tunnel hidden behind a poster of Clark Griswold. It was skillfully crafted, too. It didn't appear to be the work of human or elf hands. It looked precise, almost like a machine had carved it out somehow. Someone or something tunneled in, Jingle suggested. Maybe. Or this is how they escaped, Snowflake added. Anybody missing work today? Only Fred. Fred. Fred was a spunky young elf who always stood out in a crowd, and not necessarily for the right reasons. While other elves labored heartily and happily and heavily, Fred was always getting in trouble for sneaking away from the toy shop to set out on his own adventures. Fred pled innocence when questioned by Jingle and Snowflake, though he did mention spotting Chili, the elf, near the toy shop on the night of the theft. Now, Fred and Chili clashed from time to time. Not everyone, not even here, always gets along, so it was no surprise that they pointed accusatory fingers at one another. Fred led the investigation to Chili, the elf, an old elf who liked to keep mostly to herself. And that's something you don't see much at the North Pole. Most elves are cheery and outgoing, and that's generally the kind of elf you see portrayed in movies. Others prefer to keep to themselves. Some, like Chili, are pretty worn out at the end of a long day of work, and they just want to kick back at home by themselves with some eggnog and a Halloween movie. There's nothing wrong with that. Makes it all the more suspicious, though, that she was the last one to leave the toy shop the night the perfect toy went missing, eh? Chili answered her St. Nick Squad accusers, I went back because I forgot my puzzle book at my workstation. I was in and out. Nothing suspicious about that. You all need to be looking into Fred, she said. He was still there. What was he doing all interested in working in the toy shop all of a sudden? Chili didn't much like being suspected by the St. Nick squad. You're barking up the wrong peppermint bark tree, she protested. If it's not Fred, maybe Harvey. Talk to Harvey. Or Eve. Those two have always seemed kind of shady to me. Of course, seeming shady to Chili didn't carry a lot of weight without evidence. Jingle protested, Eve couldn't have been there that night. Eve was an electronics expert, currently on leave from the North Pole. She was working somewhere in Northern California, researching new tech and reporting her findings back to Santa, her work vital in preparing for next year's batch of toys. 
Her involvement in the crime seemed unlikely, though she is one of the smartest elves around. Jingle and Snowflake attempted to interview her, just to see if she had any ideas about who the thief might be, but technical issues kept getting in their way. Jingle and Snowflake, instead, moved on to interrogate Harvey, the elf. Harvey had rattled some cages for unionizing Santa's helpers back in 2015. A union is basically a group of people with similar interests who band together to help watch out for each other to make sure everyone is being treated properly. The elves' union has quickly become one of the strongest in the Northern Hemisphere, all thanks to Harvey. Unionization has its opponents, though, and Harvey had made some enemies along the way. Enemies that would certainly frame me, Harvey insisted. Enemies like Fred and Chili and you, Snowflake. It was a tense exchange as Harvey and Snowflake had some issues in the past. Get this, even Jingle suspected his partner Snowflake one night when he caught the elf agent emerging from the mysterious tunnel to the toy shop they had discovered earlier. Snowflake, what are you? Jingle asked. Well, just investigating, Snowflake answered. After hours? Without me? Jingle blamed. Snowflake bit back. Well, what are you doing here without me? Things were getting ugly. This theft was turning elf against elf and driving a wedge between what was normally, mostly, a big, happy, festive family with a common purpose, a common goal. And maybe that was the point of the thief. Because whoever stole the perfect toy seems they had taken something even more important from the elves. Respect, integrity, and more. Harvey the elf recognized this and called a late-night meeting at the toy shop. We've got to stop turning on each other. We've got to work together to catch the culprit. Harvey, a natural motivator and organizer, was able to get the elves to promise to work together, to unite, with the goal to nab the toy thief. No one could have suspected what would go down that night, and the twists and turns ahead, for this tale is far from over. Tune in tomorrow for the St. Nick Squad 6, Part 2 of 2. It's a special week, listeners. Two episodes in one week on back-to-back days. Now, get a good night's sleep and tune in tomorrow. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might turn you into a tree. A Christmas tree! If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening.